Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. And now it's time for another interview on the Babylon Bee Podcast. Welcome to the Babylon Bee Interview Show. We're here with our editor-in-chief, Kyle Mann, uh, and our special guest, Dave Ramsey. Dave, thank you so much for having us. We're so happy to be here. Well, we're, I'm honored to be. I'm on the bee! It <laughs> happened! I've been on the bee a couple of times, and some of them are funny, and some of them... <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you guys are pretty nice to me. You've been, yeah. you've been pretty well, kind to me, as know. opposed to some of my friends who you just completely trash. But, yeah. <laughs> we know you usually don't get this kind of exposure, so we just want you to feel comfortable... And, uh, you know, don't feel too nervous speaking to our large podcast audience. Okay. I'll, I'll, <laughs> you know, I'll, I'll, I'll try to behave. Just, yeah. yeah. All right. So, breathe. Yeah, breathe. just take a breath and it's going to be all right. <laughs> um, so we wanted to start out by asking you a few questions. All right. Um, you say it's never okay to use a credit card. Mm-hmm. But we have some scenarios that we think we can get you to say, yes, mm-hmm. in that situation it would be okay. 32 years people have been trying this on Okay, well, <laughs> well, we're going to give but it a try. Dave. Yeah, but this Dave. Is, but this, Dave. This segment is called But Dave. But Dave. But Dave. Hey, guys, we at the Babylon Bee know two things, how to tell a joke and what it's like to be censored. And we're all out of jokes. That's why we love telling you about Alliance Defending Freedom, a Christian legal ministry that is fighting for your First Amendment freedoms and God-given rights in courts and legislatures nationwide. While other groups may talk a lot about defending our freedoms, ADF walks the walk. They just won their 15th Supreme Court victory in the last 12 years. That's over one a year. With government officials and big tech censors ready and willing to silence you, ADF is needed now as much as ever. They defend their clients in court free of charge. But that's only possible because of generous people like you. Your gift of $19 a month to ADF will help protect your right to live and speak the truth. Go to adflegal.org slash donate to start your gift today and make freedom a part of your monthly budget. <laughs> now, we know that's Dave Ramsey approved. This has not actually been approved by Dave Ramsey. It's a oh. butt Dave segment. Okay, so the first one is um, the new Zelda game just came out for the Nintendo Switch. And you won't have the cash to buy it for six more days. <laughs> I'm, I'm such a boomer. A, I don't know what a Nintendo Switch is, and I don't know what Zelda is. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking no. So that's not, it's not all right. Apparently it's not a necessity, or I would know what it is. Okay. I've all got right. one that may be more compelling. All right. Okay. Your pet ferret just broke his tail. The veterinarian says you have to pay $6,000 for the splint, otherwise your pet ferret dies. Oh. You don't have any money. Can you put that on a credit card? That's so sad for that ferret. <laughs> <laughs> the ferret's going to die. He's going to let the it's ferret so Is he going to let the ferret die? It's his ferret. Yeah, I'm sad. Um, sort of sad, but yeah. <laughs> it's awful. All right. Well, that, didn't, that one didn't work. <laughs> no. He let the ferret die. Um, all oh. right. So Jesus himself appears to you in a vision. <laughs> Now we're going to play the Jesus card. Okay. And he says, you know what, Dave? It's all right. You can use a credit card. Mm-hmm. Just this one time. Yeah. I would worry if that was last night's pizza or actually <laughs> oh, yeah. Jesus, because I'm one of those old-fashioned Christians that believes he's never inconsistent with his word. Mm. So I would think... It's just a bad burrito. You know, I've, yeah. had, I, I've had a lot of things God told me until I found out later it was last night's pizza and yeah. and stupid butt stuff I've done and, <laughs> and blame God on it, and then it wasn't his fault, and yeah. So I wouldn't know right. that one either. So it's an, no, an imposter. Right. This is good. He's consistent right. so far, but yeah. I've got a real kicker for him. Okay. You're, you're you're keep and, pushing the edge here. You're sick and tired of being sick and tired. You're at rock bottom. No money left. Can you use a credit card for a one-year subscription to Financial Peace University? <laughs> That's been tried before. The problem is we don't take credit cards. <gasps> uh, so, yeah, we only take debit cards and, you know, uh, other methodologies of, of collecting cash but yeah you know, we don't do it that's that was a big thing you know when we started it was like people would when they uh, we for a long time wouldn't take even a debit card because everybody was accusing us of being hypocrites you know and uh 
they're looking for a reason to be pissed off at us so they don't have to do our stuff because it's hard. You know, and that that's part of the, part of the lean in on it. But I got too serious. Sorry about yeah. that. No, it's all good, man. Um, <laughs> just don't be nervous. All right, be okay. comfortable. I'll try. <laughs> all right, I'll try. So, um, you fall asleep on the couch. You know, maybe you had a nice cigar and you're relaxing, and you fall asleep on the couch and the TV's on. You then wake up at three in the morning, and there's a guy on TV that's telling you about this great new product that slices and dices. <laughs> and chops up, you know, vegetables, meats, whatever you want. Um, and it's only it's only thirty six easy payments of nineteen ninety nine. Of course, yeah. Is that sham? Wow, yeah, for sure. Yeah, well, would that be an exception yeah, to the? I, that absolutely is not. A, <laughs> sounds like a nightmare. Yeah, more than an exception. But, yeah. Now, what about this? This one should be compelling to you. Okay. Getting a credit card to stay one step ahead of the payments that are due from the other credit card companies that you owe credit card debt to. Yeah, that sounds sustainable, doesn't it? He said <laughs> sarcastically. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're, we're not doing good here, guys. We're going to have to. We're all for we're, six or seven. You know, we really need to, to kick it up a notch here. Uh, well, it's just the problem is I'm a hardhead, so st- I'm stuck on it. My preacher said, uh, told me one time, he said, you know, Ramsey, you just say the same thing over and over and over again. I said, so do you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not a bad thing for a preacher. Yeah, not a bad thing yeah. for me. It's worked for out. You. Well, for you either. You know. <laughs> and you don't have so, a credit card? No. I've got uh, two debit cards in my pocket uh, and two other pieces of plastic would be my handgun carry permit and my driver's license. All That's right. it. And a whole bunch of uh, redneck um, emergency fund, which is called um, Benjamin Franklin's. <laughs> yeah. and you know what? They're accepted almost everywhere. Oh, yeah. It's almost. Pretty, pretty crazy. I don't know. Right? Nowadays, I go to these places, yeah. and it's no cash, you know? Yeah, because they're trying to keep their employees from stealing, yeah. Yeah, so they've gone to full digital. But, yeah, it's a, it's a thing. It's a thing. It's been, a, it's been an interesting... When we started all this, there weren't debit cards. We're telling people cut up their credit cards, and there was no way to do the stuff that credit cards mm-hmm. do. Now, debit card does everything credit card does. So, yeah. you really got no stupid excuse, except... I don't really just want to do it. You know, that's the only excuse you've got nowadays. But um, back in those days, we had to talk people into really being extremely weird. So but we, yeah, did, yeah, we, did, we did it yeah. a little bit back in those days, but it's a lot easier to do it with a debit card. Now. Yeah, absolutely. When's the last time you used a credit card? Uh, well, I haven't had one since I went bankrupt because right after they wouldn't give me one to start yeah. with back in those days. And so I was 28, so it's over 30 years. I'm, 30, I'm 60, getting ready to be 63, so whatever that is. Yeah. So if you touched one, your hand would like shrivel up and <laughs> catch on fire. Oh, back, yes, like, <laughs> you know, a lot of hissing and your head spinning around. You hear Charlton all. Heston in the background. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no. I, I, you know, uh, and I, we have a lot of fun stories with it. Like, you know, we have friends and family that don't do a thing I say. Uh, sure. And so, you know, we're out to eat, and they're like. I'm paying with a credit card. I'm like, Ooh. you're paying. <laughs> so you can do whatever you want. <laughs> so, but yeah, it comes him, up. Forgive you just me call them stupid. Sin. You just call them stupid, right? <laughs> yeah, right you're just stupid. <laughs> Buy my meal, yeah. <laughs> well, you call a lot of people stupid in your life. <laughs> you're probably the person who's called more people stupid than anybody else. You know, and, and I get accused of that, but I think most of the time, maybe not every time, most of the time, I'm calling what they're doing is stupid. Okay. That is stupid. And, not you um, are stupid. Yeah, I, 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 so, you know, you bought that car. That was really stupid. Yeah. I don't say you're really stupid very mm. often. I might have done it because sometimes I get wired up or caffeined up or whatever. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, I, uh, uh, but I've been stupid, and everybody knows that. I, I don't, I'm not afraid to share that I've been stupid with zeros on the end. So anything anybody's done that's dumb, I've probably done it dumber. <laughs> but, uh, but it doesn't mean you have to, just because you've done stupid doesn't mean you have to stay in it and be stupid but yeah it's a little um harsh for um some people's taste so that's where the hater aid comes out <laughs> in the middle of a radio show call when someone calls in triple eight eight two five five two two five i've got it in my head because i've listened to so wow, much thank you when someone uh, opened phones this guy's a real suck up you know <laughs> yeah, no, that, that was pretty strong right there. that's a strong game yeah when someone calls in, how do you make that split-second decision? Is it based on their attitude or their word choice as to whether you're going to give them tough love or gentle encouragement? Again, if I'm doing it right, and if the Ramsey personality sitting beside me is doing it right, this is how they're trained to, uh, we're not fatigued before we sit down at the microphone because it's live, and we're not caffeinated uh, to where we, we're, we're ding, you know, <laughs> and, and so trying to kill somebody. And, and 
but what we're listening for is, um, you know, if someone's earnestly asking a question and they do not have the background of where we're coming from, then to pounce on them would be not only rude, but also ineffective from a persuasion standpoint, because you just push them back rather than give them the reason. So you'll hear us, you know, we'll start unpacking and teaching and trying to pull that new person in. But the guy that calls up and he goes, you know, I've listened to you for eight years. I love your stuff. I've been to, been through Financial Peace University four times. I leased a car last week, and I refuse <laughs> to pay off my student loan debt because Biden's going to pay it off. Well, expect that guy to get his head taken off. I mean, because you just walked into the tiger's cage and threw meat. I mean, but that's, you know, I, I don't know whether he's nervous on the air or whether he really did all this stuff or whatever. And then the third one is the, uh, the question that's asked. That's not really a question. It's a passive aggressive statement. You know, like, Dave, you really don't think that getting all the points mm. on the credit cards makes it worth keeping them? That's not a question. That's a statement. Equatement. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Well, what about, I mean, this was something that came to mind because I've heard you say it. I've been doing this since you were in diapers. <laughs> if someone calls in with attitude, you give that to them. But you have been in the game for a little while yeah. now. We wanted to ask. You've moved from radio show to now having a massive. I want to hear digital... your Dave impression a little more. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. <laughs> no, I'm gonna go ahead. Wow, how much debt do you have? Well, no, you, your accent that you were just doing with the di- the diapers. You got to do wanna... a micro impression to leave them wanting more. So I just give them, wow. <laughs> <laughs> You're really chickening out here, man. I'm. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> a little disappointed. <laughs> Do you like the impression? I think it's fabulous. He thinks it's fabulous. I thought it was fabulous too. I wanted to hear more. I'm not okay, sure. I'll, I'll give who, a little who more. Who is the impression of again? Uh, I'll, I'll give a little more in asking my actual question. So okay, here's my right, actual right. question: What has been the biggest change since you got into the financial advising world? Uh, what the smartphone has done to our culture. Because we now have an entire, we have two generations calling the show, listening to the show, that have grown up with the entirety of the world's knowledge in their palm. It's a magic wand. They can push a button and stuff shows up at their desk. They can push a button and they have the answer to any question. They can push a button. And so there is a, um, it's a wonderful thing because they're so, uh, that those two generations are so empowered and they're so uh, confident, but the the downside of it is is they feel like they're knowledgeable about things when they don't have the wisdom. You know, not necessarily the whole generation, but the person. You know, and so someone will call in with that, and you know they're twenty three, and you know they've got maybe they they're, maybe they're debt free, maybe they got five hundred thousand dollars saved, which would be freaking incredible for twenty three. I wish I'd done that when I was twenty three. You know, <laughs> but uh, but but then they start lecturing me. You know, and I got a few more zeros on the end of my age <laughs> and on the end of my net worth and my income compared to that little guy. And so we're not going to get lectured. I'll celebrate with you that you're successful for your point. But, you know, that doesn't mean you've got it all figured out how all this stuff we teach is wrong. So we're not going to do that. And, that, and yeah, that, that'll get you in hot water. Because it's great radio, number one. It's compelling. It's fun to listen to that. Uh, we don't trash people just for that, but if you walk into it, it, it makes it. But the other thing is, I can't. If I went, oh yeah, you're right. You know, after 30 years, I'm completely wrong. I guess we should just turn off these microphones and go home. Because what are we going to do tomorrow? I mean, because apparently everybody. all this thing was a whole sham. You know, so, <laughs> no, yes, I can't. I can't really. You know, if I was in person, just me and him sitting and talking, I could be a lot nicer and let him wander off into his delusion, right? But. I, he walked in front of 25 million people. I've got to correct it. He didn't, he didn't leave me an option. So yeah. that, that'll get you in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. How much uh, Bitcoin do you have? <laughs> <laughs> Massive financial advice here. Uh, Dogecoin, any of those? You know, I had, that, that was exactly, those two lean on each other. I had a young man call uh, yesterday on the show, and he was uh, 23, and he had, um, had $150,000 saved, 30000 of it in, in crypto. And he had a car payment, um, and he was making like $220,000 a year, and he was in his early 20s. And he said, you know, I listen to you all the time. I do all your stuff. And I said, no, you don't. 
you got thirty thousand dollars in crypto. <laughs> You're not listening to me. I said, "Are you going to ask? Are you going to do this thing? You asked me a question. Are you going to do this thing that I tell you to do when you didn't do that other thing I told you to do?" So you know, are you really? And he's like, uh, "Okay, you got me. All right, I'll sell the crypto now. What do you want me to do?" So, but yeah, no, I don't have any crypto. No. He, he's no he's he's so consistent, and we we keep trying to get him with gotcha questions, but he won't bust out a credit card. Oh, Kyle, um, I don't have my wallet on me. And I don't have my hotel key, and I need to jimmy the hotel door open. Uh, Dave, I know you said you don't oh, have I your got, wallet. I got something. Dave, do you have a? I got something I could. Uh... Okay. Well, I was gonna ask. That. I was gonna ask Dave. Do you oh, have? I gotta a... cover this number. <laughs> I, I was gonna ask Dave. Do you have a credit card that I could have for a moment? I, I got you covered. You got me covered. I got you okay. Covered. You know, the bad one is my wife still says, after thirty years, we'll be out somewhere. Hand me the credit card. <laughs> and I'm like, honey, people are listening. People and, that, are that listening. Is not, I, and I always correct her, honey. It's a debit card. It's a debit. Card. That's the whole store. Debit card. Debit card. Right here. Debit card here. Nothing yeah. to see here. But uh, yeah, I can't get her to quit saying it. But she doesn't. She hasn't had one in 30 years. But she still calls it that. Do you have any gold or precious metals buried in various locations? <laughs> I don't know. Could you give buried. us any hints? No, I have a to... really cool gold watch. That the gold is probably worth more than the stupid wad, <laughs> and I wish I could get rid of it. But I've thought about selling it just for the meltdown, yeah. because it, it is like it's like it like weighs eight pounds, and I never wear it because it's super gaudy. <laughs> but I bought it in a moment when I was thought I was celebrating, and it was dumb, and it was a really dumb purchase. But that's the gold I got. I got some cufflinks that are gold too. Oh, okay. Yeah. So no, you're not a precious metals guy. You're not like a Ron Paul. No, no. Oh, Ron's a he's a precious. I oh yeah, that. he's all about the. He's got gold buried everywhere. We oh. we tried to get him to tell us where it was buried, and he, he wouldn't. Well, he's it. in Kentucky, so we know yeah. where it is. Well, yeah. yeah. Okay. General area. Yeah. We were trying to give him a hint, like you know, the old oak tree by the. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> With the yellow ribbon. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> well, we've got a headline here for you. Okay. Kyle wrote it. Uh, probably not autobiographical. Family does modified version mm. of Dave Ramsey plan where they just never budget and spend way too much money. Your thoughts? <laughs> Sounds like a Babylon B release yeah. right there. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> perfect, yeah. And it happens like every day. Yeah, yeah we call them ish. Yeah. Ramsey ish. Ish. Yeah, well, I do it ish. Ish. And you know, if you do the law of gravity ish, it hurts when you hit the ground. So, <laughs> um, so yeah. you're not into the modified modified Ramsey. I, 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 I mean, I know, yeah. I'm into helping anybody that wants some help, but when you the stuff we teach, we didn't invent. It comes from scripture. It comes from your grandma and grandpa. It's called common sense, and you can do modified common sense, and you'll get modified <laughs> results. I mean, you know, so you, yeah. it's, All right. it's I yeah. you got to go full Ramsey. I, I'm I'm you know, and it's working out for me. You know, I've been doing it for a long time. After I went broke, I said, I'm, I don't really care what other people think, and I'm doing this. And I was a baby Christian, and just learning what. Bible says about anything, and um, and I went well. Jesus, this is his. He loves me, and he says this is what to do. This is what I'm doing. And some people aren't going to like that. I, you know, when you're broke, you don't care what people like. You just, I just went broke. Your opinion. I'm not trying to impress anybody at that point. And that's kind of stuck around for about 30 years now. So mm. working out for me. The Tuttle Twins have distributed over four million copies of their Pro Liberty Children's Book Series to young families, schools, libraries, and homeschoolers across the country. These books teach children about the principles of liberty, entrepreneurship, and real American history. Their goal is to raise $10,000 to distribute more copies. It costs roughly $10 to distribute just one copy of their books to a young student. Please support the Tuttle Twins by making a donation of $10, $50, $100, or even more by visiting tuttletwins.com forward slash Ramsey. Your gift will empower a future generation of students to fight for our values and give young people an alternative to all the socialism that they're taught in classrooms. Again, please visit TuttleTwins.com forward slash Ramsey to make a donation and help the Tuttle Twins reach their urgent goal. I, I joke about doing Keto Plus. The idea of Keto is no carbs, and then your body learns to burn fat instead of carbs, so you have to eat a high-fat diet. If you do modified Keto Plus, if you do modified Keto, you eat high-fat and some carbs. You just end and up becoming completely a... destroys the whole concept. Yeah, yeah, it neutralizes the whole the whole well, idea. Well, I'll share. It was it was a jolt when my wife and I heard one of your famous Dave rants. It was the title of the thumbnail. I could still remember it was "Stop the Ish," and you just said, "Stop doing Dave Ramsey Ish." And what happened was we were a couple years into doing Dave Ramsey Ish. Uh oh. That turned a corner for us, and it was over the course of five years total that we paid down 
126 grand in student debt. I remember this. Came here in October with John Deloney and Dr. John Deloney and Ken to do our debt-free scream. And it was was that that caused us to turn a corner. It was legendary. We had Babylon B doing a debt-free scream. We did your full system. We didn't do a thing wrong. We did the EverDollar app. We we followed every jot and tittle of your book. And then that's when it worked. (laughs) And when it was ish, you were treading water. You don't really look like you just eat... Rice and beans, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it was the keto plus. No, that's how I kept my girlish figure. Rice and beans. Rice and beans. No, beans I'm and kidding. Rice. We and we didn't do it perfect, but it moved the needle. Nobody does it perfect. Nobody does anything perfect. That was what that was what really helped us. And it was but, student but, debt. It was like sixty grand from my master's degree, sixty grand from our undergrad. We got in the hole, but yeah. we dug out. Well, you guys get a lot of mileage out of people in our and cultural weirdos that are um uh you know that they refuse to submit themselves to anything, and you know, part of part of getting the best out of life is learning, you know, choosing carefully with wisdom what to submit to, what what's going to be your boss because something's going to be your boss. Um, you know, somebody's going to tell you what to do somewhere somehow. Uh, something the marketplace is going to scream at you that you're stupid. If you do something, if we do something <laughs> stupid at Ramsey, they go, you suck, you know. And so, and, and so that Language. item is not profitable. And that's, that's the marketplace having a conversation with you, right? You know? And so, yeah, that, you know, but you guys, you, you know, submitting is, a, it's a, it's a weird thing. And, you know, hire, you know, hire a personal trainer and he's got a six pack and I got a keg and then I want to argue with him about his nutrition <laughs> plan. That's just, it's so counterproductive, you know? Well, it's kind of, you know, that is the American philosophy and a lot of it based on classical liberalism that we have this individualism, you know, that we can go mm-hmm. do what we want. And I mean, is there, is there anything to that or is, is it just, what's the Christian perspective on that? Because well, it's liberty, the, but yeah, the, the individualism, um, it depends on, you know, what you're going to be. I want to be independent. Good. Okay. Independent of what, mm. you know, cause you're going to be, dependent on something and uh but but you know our struggle we've talked about this on the air last couple days a little bit i struggle with that phrase financial independence Mm -hmm. because you you know you never really get independent as a matter of fact the more stuff you own the more repairmen you have to know so you know it's like it's never there's more an increased dependence the more technology i have the more dependent i am on somebody that knows how to work it because i don't and so um you don't get away. Uh, I mean, hermit is a mental illness. So, you know, being completely in to independent is uh, ludicrous and not, it's not good spiritual mental health, either one. And, and so if you're looking for, to get enough money to not have to deal with people, that's, that's not a good motivation for that. Hmm. Because uh, the problem with wealth is it'll make you more of what you already are. So if you're a lover of people and you want to help people and you want to, you, you know, be generous uh, and you get wealth and that's expanded. If you're a jerk and you're angry and you get wealthy, that's expanded. You're a big jerk. And so, um, and we see that all the time. And uh, that's where sometimes the rich get a bad name is because somebody that's a jerk gets money and it just magnified the fact that they were a jerk. The money didn't make them a jerk. They were already a jerk. The money exposed it. And so this independence thing is tied into that. So I don't really want to be financially independent. I want to have uh, wealth that I'm managing as a Christian for God's glory, and for and that includes taking care of my family and changing my family tree. That includes lifting other people that are struggling and hurting. Uh, it includes all of those things, but I, and I can't do any of that without wealth. And so that's wealth's just a tool at that point. But you're not independent. You don't hmm. get. I mean, move to Costa Rica and hide in a cave. I mean, what are you going <laughs> to do? Where are you going? I mean, that's weird. a. That's a positive vision of wealth, and it's the opposite of what you hear in popular culture. Y'all did the biggest study ever of millionaires. Um, I remember the prior one was, you know, 750, which was statistically significant, but you said, we're going to 10x it. And then you went a little further and you did over Mm 10,000. And what you determined was the popular understanding, which is that most wealth is inherited, was totally incorrect. Why does that narrative, why does that myth about wealth continue to prevail? Um, communist college professor. <laughs> you're on the Babylon B. You're speaking. You're speaking our language. Yeah, I mean, it's it's Marxism uh, at, at its core is at the it's it's an underlying uh, turbulence that causes a wealth inequality discussion, and 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 causes a uh, and it causes a, 
you know, a universal wage discussion and all these kinds of things. Uh, like, I need a certain amount level of stipends so I can only play Zelda. That was the name of the game. Right? Yeah, good so, job. Um, good callback there. A callback. Yeah. And so, uh, but yeah, I need I need that. And, and no, you need to get a job <laughs> and be like a productive part of the culture and stuff, you know, like help people and things. Serve somebody. You got to serve somebody, dude. And so, yeah, that, that, uh, that, I think that's where it comes from. And so the way you defeat it is you say, you know, the reason someone's concerned about, for instance, wealth inequality is, is they feel like it's not fair, which translated means I don't think I can. Mm. And it's a, it's a hopelessness. And Proverbs says, hope deferred makes the heart sick. Mm. It's a sickness of heart. And so, and, and so then it, tra- you know, it twists and it turns and it becomes an activist or it twists and it turns and it becomes an anarchy mm. movement or something like that. And, and all of that is based on, you know, I guess if you're using liberal terms, disenfranchised. But, but really, what it is is heart illness, mm. sickness of heart, or hopelessness. And it's, it's sad. It's sad. And so, what we're talking about with this stuff is not just to put that, those hope stealers, uh, straw man arguments aside, and just defeat them with sound data and, and with reason. But, uh, but also to the reason for doing that is not just to have an argument or win a debate. It's because they can't steal people's hope. Mm. We got to give them hope. We got to say, you can do this in America today. As a matter of fact, right now at this moment, because of that smartphone, because of the way technology works, you can just decide you're in business. And, you know, in the next 20 minutes, you've got an eBay store. In the next 20 minutes, you're selling stuff on your Instagram page. In Mm. the next 20 minutes, you're buying stuff at a garage sale. And we talked to a kid yesterday in Phoenix who was 20 years old, made $120,000 last year. He goes and picks up people's used furniture off the curb that they've thrown out, refurbishes it, and sells it, to, sells it, and puts it on um, Facebook Marketplace and sells it. Made one hundred twenty thousand bucks last and twenty years old. And you know, and tell me, there's you know, I can't find a job. You know, get <laughs> well, off flower bed and go to work. <laughs> we'll have to flower bed that. Yeah, that's, we'll be bleeped down. So <laughs> I mean, th- that tends to be an empowering message, and it's it's from Proverbs that diligence. Wealth tends to follow diligence. Mm-hmm. Did you find that in your massive study of millionaires, look at me being a suck up again. Did you find that in y'all's massive study of millionaires? Well, I wanted to, let me interject. I wanted also. So you're saying communism is bad? <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear, just to clarify. Okay. Well, you know, Dave well, again, Ramsey comes a, out against a, communism. It's not. It's not. An, I'm not an it's ideologue. A bold political I'm just a. Uh, it's not even a political thing with me. It's just an observation. Yeah, sure. You can't find anywhere in history that the little man got ahead with it. <laughs> and I started with nothing. And then I went bankrupt because I was stupid. So I've done it twice. <laughs> That's how good America is. I mean, and, you know, you can't that, – that doesn't happen in Russia. and That doesn't happen in China. That doesn't happen in socialist, mm. uh, uh, you know, Sweden. You know, you're stuck in the, in the old country. Mm. You're stuck in the feudal system. And uh, here you can just dream something up and in one generation – you're Mr. Facebook. Oh, my gosh. And that was my question. In your study of millionaires, were a lot of the millionaires first-generation millionaires? 79%. We, we studied 10,167 millionaires. 79% received exactly nothing as an inheritance. 5% received a small amount, like Granny left on five grand, which mathematically does not make you a millionaire. <laughs> and another 5% received substantial money, like $250,000, after they were already millionaires. Hmm. So they didn't. So you know, seventy-nine five and five is eighty-nine. Nine out of ten millionaires hmm. in America did not become millionaires because of inherited wealth, statistically. And and that's a that's a airtight research, solid data to the point that if you don't agree with that, you're what's known as wrong. Okay, <laughs> that's that's how that works. So it's it's not. I didn't make this up. And there's no confirmation bias. There's no anything going on. Hmm. We had outside research firms study our methodology because we knew we were going to be critiqued and argued with and the whiny lefties would go doing that and it was just we knew that was coming and it has come entire pages are dedicated to hating on me for this stuff but yeah Yeah. we were able to extract some of the main stuff we wanted to extract for the babylon b there's one big thing we'd like you to do what's that would you be so kind to look into that camera which camera that camera this this camera yes Which camera this camera which one you want me to look uh, at, guys? The, the, the producers the are pointing one. at the middle. All right, the middle. Would you be so kind as to say subscribe to the Babylon Bee? Absolutely. Hey, we're huge Babylon Bee fans. We were fans of the Bee before the Bee was cool. You should subscribe to the Babylon Bee.
High five, Kyle. We did it. You did we'll it. pack it up. No, Interview's I'm just over. <laughs> That's all we came here for. Well, there's another headline we'd like to share with you. All right. Oh, yeah. Biden official calls Dave Ramsey's radio show for advice on paying off $31 trillion debt. That was actually one of y'all's releases, wasn't it? Yeah. Did yeah. it do well? Did it get a bump? These are all Babylon B. We're, oh, okay. Yeah. They're not, they're not usually, real. It's fake. If, if I don't happen to open mm. Instagram, which is where I'll pick you guys up, because I got off Twitter, it's just full of trolls. But um, <laughs> it's called X now, actually. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, sorry, sorry oh. about that, Elon. But X. the um, <laughs> it sucks. But I got off of it, and so I we're on it, but I'm not. I don't open the thing because it's just I hate Dave stuff on there. So, uh, uh, but the uh, uh, if I when, if I don't open up my social media fast enough to see you guys and you guys feature me on something. Six of my friends will go, you're famous. You're on the B, Dave. Look at him, man. This is so funny. They nailed you. And it's like all these old boomers are calling me all day long. And they're just worshiping you guys. It's so fun. I love it. Thank you. I like the idea that we can just make his whole day insane. <laughs> his phone's getting blown up. He's on the air and silencing it. So uh, if so, Biden, Biden, if Biden, what was it? If Biden, Biden calls in, mm-hmm. or let's say an anonymous caller calls in, mm-hmm. he sounds like an old guy, mm-hmm. and he said, "Hey, having man. trouble stringing a sentence." Yeah, yeah, yeah that guy. Okay. he says something like, "Hey, man, uh, you got a, I got this thirty-one trillion in debt, and I don't know what to do." And mm. some ice cream. Yeah, I don't what, what do I do, Dave? Hey, what's yeah. What's you your know, advice? To, uh, wow, <laughs> that is just truly satire. Um, <laughs> the, uh, um, yeah, if you want to get serious about it, I yeah, don't go know. Ahead. I don't know. I mean, I I don't know if there's any party or person that has enough political capital to. I mean, if you think think about an end to to in, in, to cause people to embrace the level of pain that they're going to have to to straighten that out, because a lot of people are going to hear a word they haven't heard in years. It's an ancient word, no. And um, when you start telling people no in America today, they get really angry. Tell them that they have to sacrifice to win. Tell them they have to pay a price. That you know, that no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but it yields a harvest of righteousness. You know, if you start mm. telling people stuff like that, live like no one you else. You should write so that down. You should, later, you, should you can live like that no one else. I think it's already in the Bible. But yeah, <laughs> I, I changed it. And I call it "live like no one else." So later, you can live like no one else. But yeah, that's how you would do it. But I mean, you know what that would involve? Is the number of uh, things that you know, my grandmother gets something, and you just took that away, and. Uh, Man, you would be the most unpopular. I, I don't know if anybody's got the political capital or the backbone to absorb that much hate. You'd be of a course, one-term. it's not just cutting. It's also increasing revenues, the incoming revenues. And that's not a tax hike necessarily, as Art Laffer has taught us. Sometimes a tax cut creates more revenue. But somebody doesn't. Some people don't like that because they call it Reaganomics. That was, it's not. It's, it's Laffernomics. He was Reagan's guy that wrote that. But, yeah. Trickle down came from Art Laffer. We'll call it Ramseynomics. Yeah, <laughs> yeah well, if we're going to spread the hate around, let's do it. <laughs> um, did you see the Barbie movie this week? <laughs> you Op- know, I missed oh. that one. You missed it. What about Oppenheimer? I'm going to go see you that are. one. I hear to see it in 3D. Um, okay. And I, uh, the one I did go see is a Caviezel movie. Oh, you uh, saw Sound of Freedom. Yeah. Sound of Freedom is incredible. Well, it's just dark. And I was just, I'm redneck, and so I was just angry. <laughs> yeah. I was just like, all of these people that harm little children, I don't have good Christian thoughts about what should happen <laughs> to them. And so, yeah, I'm, yeah, it's bad. I've got a lot of friends that do ministry and sex trafficking and, and you know, clean up that mess. And um, on several sides of it, the legal front or the door-kicking side and get the kids out, all this stuff. And it's it's a brutal mess and for someone to come out and act like it's a made-up thing is just it's a QAnon adjacent conspiracy yeah, yeah, is what no, i saw that that just when it's like based on a true story i mean i just i don't, yeah, I don't know if there's a yeah. narrative liberties or whatever well it's film, a singular but... i mean it's a singular event was their point and it doesn't really sure. happen and of course it happens it happens millions and millions and millions and yeah. millions it's really scary as a as a father of four young children i'm skipping it for now doesn't yeah. seem like a good date night flick for no, my wife and i no you would be you'd be like yeah, it's like you feel paranoid. weird eating popcorn at a movie like that <laughs> you know like same thing with passion of the christ which is also jim caviezel also jim caviezel yeah, you know, yeah, two movies you only want to see one serious, some serious downers yeah. <laughs> yeah what about mission impossible did you see it uh no but i saw the stunt the the the, the cruise what, are, what a superhuman being uh, unbelievable that, talk, that guy talk about someone with an entrepreneurial bone as well as the acting chops of just, course he just got chops man i mean yeah. it's just unbelievable um i've never met him but i mean that just that jump and i'm and 
man, I do some X game stuff, but nothing like that. That's just <laughs> bizarre stuff. I mean, I've done parachuting, but but not. Jeez, hey, yeah, it's wild. And I'll, I'll go see it because of that thing. Because I watched that, yeah. you know, that YouTube thing was going around about the making of it. It yeah, was pretty, pretty good. Cool. It was pretty cool. Do you golf? Uh, I'm just learning. Is it ball or? No, I go out there. <laughs> Do you ball golf or disc golf? <laughs> it's a serious I question. Disc, okay. I have disc golfed before I ball golfed. Yeah, I started about five years ago, so I suck. I'm pretty much here. I play with people that are good. I played with some guys the other day that are real good. My, I, my struggle with ball golf is that you have to uh, you have to have a basic level of competence to have fun. Mm, yeah, you know, like if you're if you're just going off and th- you know it's just not fun well or you know when i started i just i knew how i get too down the rabbit hole ocd serious about stuff and like i can't stand not doing something well <laughs> i knew and i knew if we're going to start i was like almost 60 years old before i started playing right so we're, my wife and i are learning to play together we're taking lessons my my, my motto is the secret to happiness is low expectations <laughs> and so we're just going to go out here it's a pretty place i'm with my wife we're spending time together we lose 63 balls it's all good <laughs> it's all good I can afford it. I my, can afford it. <laughs> my struggle with disc golf is that I'm a born-again Christian, so they always pat you down to make sure you have your regulation bong or pipe, and I mm. never do. Yeah. Oh. They don't let me onto the disc golf course. Oh. Yeah. You be, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's great. I didn't know that was required. It Nobody is. told me that yeah. part. Okay. Disc golf. Yeah. yeah that's... You can get disqualified if you... Uh, pass a drink. A That's drink. It. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, we're getting close towards the end here, but uh, we, I guess we got a few more questions. Uh, you can go back in time ten years and talk to twenty-year-old Dave Ramsey. You can say, well, like one sentence to yourself. Mm. One tweet. Length no, sentence. This is yeah. going to be harder than you think. <laughs> That's what you say? This is going to be harder than you think. I always thought it was going to just happen, and yeah. just, I'm still waiting on it to just happen. <laughs> still waiting to arrive, huh? Yeah. When you, when you arrive, let me know. But, uh, yeah, it's still scratching and clawing, still fighting, mm. and still pulling every single item. It seems like everything we do is in ones. I wish occasionally something was just hockey stick. But, <laughs> you know, you do that 30 years, you're an overnight success, but hey, this is a lot of work. Well, that's interesting because it is, that is how people think of things, that you arrive, you know, and we've talked mm. to people that are, you know, successful Hollywood directors and stuff, and like, when did you arrive? And they're like, I have, like I'm still... <laughs> yeah. Well, the <laughs> thing, I, I, again, I've talked to a lot of, interviewed, like you have a lot of uh, people that are very successful in all kinds of different things, whether it's ministry or whether it's Satire, huge church, new, whether, new satire. You know, I'm with the Babylon Very Bee, and yeah, or or uh, you know, and I what it, and I say this all the time, but it's what's old news. But the the gleaming mountain of success is really a pile of failures. It's a pile of garbage. It's all the dumb stuff you did, and you're standing on it instead of laying under it. That's the only difference. Mm. And so you know, just don't 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 do stuff that uh, that's big enough that it takes you out. Like when I filed bankruptcy, it took me out. I had to start completely over because I did stupid so big that I couldn't recover from it. Do little stupid little stuff. Stupid. Yeah, do little do stupid Do little stuff, stupid, man. not big stupid. <laughs> There's the secret to success. <laughs> do little stupid. I'm looking over your shoulder at a book by Rachel Cruz, Know mm-hmm. Yourself, Know Your Money. Mm-hmm. You have three children. We wanted to ask a parenting question. Okay. Did you have any pictures or videos of them taking their first steps, their first baby steps? Oh, but a boom! I told him not to say that. shot. I tried to veto him. It's, it was funny in his head. <laughs> Actually, we do, uh, yeah, but not their financial baby steps. So, yeah. so you don't ever ask the IT department to take a peek at their every dollar accounts, make sure they're up to snuff. <laughs> and no, no. One thing is, if you raise them and release them, they should just stay gone. <laughs> and so I don't need to. I don't need to manage their lives. They need to manage their lives. And no boomerang children. No, nah, we haven't any boomerang children. No. Hey, you you uh, co-authored a book with your daughter Rachel Cruz, mm-hmm. Smart Money, Smart Kids. That was her first number one. Yeah. Does that mean she's your favorite? <laughs> no. no. Can you give no. us a ranked list? Of- <laughs> Do you want to rank them out? Yeah. No, Rachel. Rachel is the most like me, and so she and I argue the most. Yeah. Um, and sometimes on the air to the great <laughs> joy of our audience. And, Good radio. Uh, but yeah, well, she sits on our operating board too, and we really we have some arguments in there from time to time. The whole operating board does is how we process stuff. We're hillbilly. We fight. So, but the uh, uh, but she's yeah she'll lead the charge on that. Where my oldest daughter's more like our mom. She's chill and she's big ministry heart, very kind. She runs our foundation, all of the giving, and so she's the sweet one mm. um, in that regard. Rachel's sweet too, but. Um, and then Daniel's uh, 
is our president of the company, and so he's um, he and I run the day-to-day ops around here. So he's very entrepreneurial. But they're very obviously like anybody's got kids. They're three different kids, and they're three wonderful kids, and and they turned out, and they all three married well. They, great spouses, thank God. I think it's and, uh, I think it's sweet that they all landed here. It's you know none yeah. of them had a. Uh, it's not my dream, Dad. It's yours. Well, I mean, <laughs> they have the ability to do that. Denise did it first. Denise worked for a, a ministry called Mercy Ministries with Nancy Elkhorn. And when she came out of college, and uh, when we started the Family Foundation, we said, hey, we're going to bring in somebody to be a director, and we got to learn how to do this because I don't know how to do it. And we got to, you know, and do you want to come in and learn how to be the director, and I'll learn with you, and we'll do this. And she said, no, I don't think God's called me to do that. So got my own thing over here. And, I'm, and then about two years later, uh, I was still limping along with that thing, and she <laughs> said, um, I, feel like, I th- feel like my season's changed, and I'm, I'm good. So she ended up coming in. But at first, she stiff-armed us, which is fine. She's allowed to do that. We told them, don't come to work here unless God calls you, because it's a pain in the butt to work <laughs> with family. If none of them, if none of them went off and worked at American Express or anything. We don't have any sheep. heretics in the family. Black sheep in the family. Uh, awkward family, not family working, Not working at a Bank of America. Exactly. Oh, disown you. Yeah. <laughs> well, we, uh, we conclude each of our interviews with the same 10 questions. The 10 Questions. Hey everyone, today we spoke with Dave Ramsey, and The Ramsey Show talks a lot about budget and giving every dollar a name before the month begins, so you know what it's doing instead of wondering where it went. Unfortunately, when you shop businesses pushing woke progressive agendas, those hard-earned dollars are helping fund the very policies that you fundamentally stand against. Policies that further divide Americans while eroding the future of the American economy. So what is the answer? Well, the answer starts with you and your wallet. Imagine a world where every single dollar you spend could go towards patriotic companies that share your values for life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. With Public Square, you can. Public Square is a free app and website that connects freedom-loving Americans to a nationwide platform with the largest gathering of patriotic consumers, businesses, and services our country has ever seen. So take even more control of your money by putting purpose behind every dollar that you spend. Download the Public Square app today. It's available from the Apple App Store, Google Play, or visit publicsq.com. That's publicsq.com. Again, that's publicsq.com. And the first one is, have you ever met Carmen? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm of the uh, age of Christian. You're talking about Christian Carmen, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, uh, that I that I was I followed all of it back in the day, and I, most of your audience doesn't even know who that is, probably. <laughs> probably, and most of our guests, most don't of know our who guests too. Absolutely, no. I, I was a fan at one point, but I, and I don't know what happened to the guy. But anyway, yeah, because well, I'm, I'm the yeah, age, we've so got like, bad news for you. So like Amy Grant and Michael W. Smith and Stephen Curtis Chapman, right? They're like on the Mount Rushmore of Christian music for me. That's that's the age I am. Wait, so. who were they again? Amy Grant, Amy Stephen Grant. Curtis Chapman. Michael W. Michael Smith. W. Smith. Yeah. Stephen Curtis Chapman's out here in Nashville. Yeah, they're all three friends now. So sweet. But, yeah. You need a fourth one, though. Okay. I do, because there's supposed to be four on there, but I don't know who it is. I'm sure there is, but... Keith uh, Green? Yeah, he's gone. <laughs> he's gone yeah. as well. What about all three DC Talk members, like as one horrifying Ooh, one horrifying amalgamation? <laughs> wow. amalgamation. That, yeah, that, they would say that was horrifying. Um, Rich Mullins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that would do. Yeah, there's a um, lot. You can do a lot. You know, Sandy Patty. I mean, you can play, yeah, there's a lot of people you put in there. That of that ilk of that era, but that's the Carmen era. Yeah, back there in the '80s, the the, the awesome '80s. <laughs> I would put KJ five two up. There. <laughs> <laughs> We've got another question for you. All right. Calvinist or Arminian? Mm, it's one of my favorite T-shirts. This T-shirt shows me. I'm a Calvinist. And the back says, "I chose the T-shirt. I'm Arminian." Oh, that's so good! Great it's a answer. Great shirt. Yeah, yeah. Probably somewhere in between. I can't get to five tulips of Calvinism. Can't get, to I can't, all five. can't get all there. Can't Are you get four all and a half? Uh, and yet, I've had so many things happen to me that I have to stand back and go, "That was providence. Mm. I didn't choose at all." But I also know if I don't plant corn, none grows. Mm. Uh, sowing and reaping. So that's you know that'll move you towards Arminianism. So yeah, it's. Yeah. You're right in the middle. Yeah, somewhere. All right. Depending on which day as to which direction. All right. Yeah. All right. He's an Arminian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you well, if s- you're not a Calvinist, you have to be. <laughs> exactly. According Sorry. to Calvin. Yeah. yeah. You got to go you, full it's, on. Yeah, you have to submit to the all <laughs> five or you're not. Calvinist-ish. Don't Mod- be ish. Modified Calvinism. If you're ish, you're Arminian. Yeah, that's it. You're right. Uh, you get and to you add- should be killed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's that, but yeah. <laughs> you get to add one book to the Bible. What is it? Oh, 
You walk me into blasphemy. Oh, <laughs> well, Jesus I'm appears and he's like, that. he's like, okay, well, completely unrelated question. What's your favorite book besides the Bible? Mm. Man, that's hard. And I then we'll a, add it. But. I am a completely book junkie. Mm. Wow. Ah. Uh, you know, I uh, I don't know, but I tell you, I ju- twenty years ago I read it, and I just read it two weeks ago again. Man, search for meaning with Viktor Frankl. Mm, yeah, um, it I I really comprehend very well when I read, but I it was like I read it fresh, like I'd mm. never read it before. It it tore me up again. Do you do audiobooks or physical books? That was physical. I like physical if I can, but if I'm just running and gunning, I'll throw an audio on just to keep something on yeah. the on you know in my ear. Mm, you know, that, that's productive. We got another question for you. All right. Cigars or pipes? No oh, cigar. I've got a pipe, but I don't have the patience for it. Yeah, it's a lot of yeah. it's a lot of work. Is it yeah, for the? You, you got it makes you smarter though. That your IQ goes up. C- cigars make you more arrogant. You know, <laughs> and, and, and right, and but a pipe makes you like my buddy Stephen Mansfield. He's a writer, and uh, hang out with him. And he's a he's a pipe guy. He's, you guys he's don't very, take your very, pipes on the disc golf course. <laughs> different pipe. Yeah. You're talking about a Gandalf pipe, yeah. not a disc golf pipe. Different pipe. I'm thinking tobacco. <laughs> but, yeah. Well, we should have carved out time for cigars with. Uh, we should have cigars with Dave. I don't even think about it. Oh, you get to hang out with any three people, living or dead. Who are they? Wow. And you can't pick these are, Jesus. These are hard. You can't this pick is, Jesus. And you got to do this off the top of your head, and not. And, and you can't well, we say did Jesus. send you the notes, but you can't didn't say read Jesus. <laughs> So Luther, Ooh, uh, good choice. Paul, mm. I'm thinking rabble rousers. Who, who started up a ruckus? <laughs> you know, George Washington. I don't know. Uh, yeah, enthralled. Probably Daniel Boone. Yeah, okay. I'd love to see Daniel Boone. Okay. Yeah. Good choices. Weird choices. Yeah. yeah. Whiskey or beer? Oh, whiskey. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a bourbon guy. Yeah. All right. Oh, wait a minute. I just said that where people all hear it. Wait a minute. I'm, now I'm, I just lost five Baptist churches. Just okay. oh, well. uh, what would be the first thing you would do as president? Uh, not run. I don't need that job. <laughs> you know, I would not be a good but president. But they made you, and you're there. I don't, I, don't, I don't have the patience for those people. Um, Jesus appears and says, you have to be president. Yeah, there it is. There it is. He keeps appearing today. <laughs> we know how to pull the strings. Yeah, this, is, this is it, yeah. I... Uh, you know, I I think the only thing the president's position is good for is to use it as a as a bully pulpit, a motivational lift to cause people to be the best versions of themselves. Um, so that makes my favorite president, Ronald Reagan. Mm. And that's not a policy statement, although I agree with most of his policies, not all of them. Um, but he, and um, in a weird way, in a twisted way, Trump did some of that. But it was so there was so much acrimony around it that you couldn't hear all the as you couldn't hear the aspirational lift. Mm. But um, this idea that it's um, like I tell people all the time they call in here, you changed my life. I didn't change your life. I showed you how you changed your life. You're the hero. You guys went and paid off one hundred twenty-six thousand dollars. I did not pay a dime of your debt. You changed your life. You're the hero of that story, not me. And so, and presidents all too many of them, and too many congressmen and senators want to be the hero. And the American people are the freaking hero. Mm. If you make the people the hero, they'll go fix these problems. And Reagan did a lot of that. He did well with that. And so the presidents, to the extent they did that, mm. have been better presidents. I like the idea that you would become president, and then you would just set up the Ramsey show in the Oval Office. <laughs> start <laughs> taking calls. Like, start start taking calls. Start taking That's calls. stupid. <laughs> <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah, Cancel the IRS. That's right, the yeah. exact message of Donald Miller's Building a Story Brand. Exactly this. That's in, how Donald and I became friends. Was, you're yeah. a key figure in that book. And he says, yeah. Dave Ramsey's operation does a great job of stepping back and saying, we're the guide and the mentor. You're the hero. We were, we, we were doing it before we knew we were doing it. Donald gave us words to it, gave us a vernacular to it. And he goes, this is what you're doing. Those debt-free screams, you're making them the hero. And I'm mm-hmm. like, because they are the hero. <laughs> I, I'm under no illusion that I actually did it, but I did show you how. I gave you the information, and the inspiration, and and I wish more people in office would provide information and inspiration and let people fix the problems instead of like I'm here to help. Yeah. Da, da, da. Mm. It's like yeah, you're killing me. We have a less dignified question now. Oh, good, Mr. Ramsey. Have you ever punched anyone or been punched? Ah, yeah. I grew up in redneck. I grew up. <laughs> I grew up 
it's been a long time. But yeah, what is I, your best punching story? <laughs> I, I, yeah, or is it all as a kid? Is it all as a youth? It, yeah, it was all teenager and high college stuff or something. I mean, I grew up in a neighborhood where that was a normal process, and so it wasn't. Um, I mean, there was a, the, the socioeconomic environment was, you know, you just. You just punch somebody, people. Somebody's being. You just somebody's, punch people. Somebody <laughs> says something about your, you know, your relative or whatever, your mother or whatever. Then they're, they're, you know, we, we're not going to discuss this intellectually. You know, so, um, but yeah, that, yeah. So you no know. punching anyone recently. No, you know, no, I'm, I'm, Jesus has helped me, and I'm that's good. Oh, doing that's that good. a long time ago. Right. So, yeah. Your nose looks intact. No cauliflower yeah. ear. It just got, that's... it got broke once. <gasps> kid, yeah, kid, busted me pretty good. Ooh. That's the yeah. punching story. Yeah, That's the that punching is. story. You get to go to one concert in any <laughs> band in history. Who do you go see? Uh, Beatles. Yeah. yeah. Never got to see them in live, and so that's why I would call that. But I'm an, my number one band would be Eagles, and they're yeah. and they're and they're getting ready to end it. Yeah, know. but you've seen them a bunch. You've of seen them. Yeah. Okay. When they first came out, I was there, and so yeah. I was 16 when they were coming out. I hate it when I get this question, but here we go. Right. Wow, this is the best question. This is the best question, maybe. Good conversation starter. If Jesus came to you. <laughs> and told me I had to if ask Jesus this appeared. question. Do you accept <laughs> Jesus as your Lord and Savior? With every head bowed and every eye closed. Cue the piano music. No. Soft organs. Yeah. I met God as, I met Jesus as an adult. And mm. um, so, uh, and was on my way up financially we started with nothing and we're starting to make real money for a kid that had never seen any money and I stumbled in the back door of a church and these people were raising their hands like they knew some answer to some question and uh, I told my wife if snakes come out I'm out of here and that, that, was, that was so long ago people didn't raise their hands you know so it was that long I mean only the weird 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 churches back then you know 1982 so um, but yeah these people love me and uh, Pastor L.H. Hardwick became my spiritual dad and uh, I learned the Bible there I got baptized there I met God there mm. I got to pre- preach his funeral 18 months ago mm. and uh, got one of a few people that spoke I wasn't the only one that was there and mm. uh, absolutely incredible man his sons are two of my best friends they're like brothers to me now and to this day and so yeah absolutely game on uh, all right well it sounds like he was already converted but can we get a rededication then? <laughs> Can we rebaptize <laughs> in some cigar smoke? Yeah. How, how many times have you walked down the aisle? Like Just the one time? Just once. Yeah. Okay. I, I, right. I don't... It stuck. I wasn't the kid at youth camp that every summer got saved. Yeah, most of yeah. us have done it. I have time. ministered to a few of those yeah. over the years, but yeah, every summer, little Bobby gets saved again. <laughs> By Christmas, the pot's back out. Yeah. <laughs> He's playing disc golf again. <laughs> He's back on the disc golf course again. <laughs> Good callback. Well, thanks for coming on our show, and thanks for donating uh, our cool Absolutely. new set that we're going to take home with hey, us. Hey, we have our own yeah. um, um, blended logo here now. Look at that. So we, that means we'll have to do this again. Yeah. Awesome. Honor, guys. Thank it's you so, so much. I really love what you do. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thank you. Thank you for being here.